Hello and welcome to Pandora's Box. This is Kalia, and today the topic of our podcast is the power of the true self to crush the narcissistic archetype. After working in the field of narcissistic abuse for some 20 years, experiencing many different types of narcissistic people, including borderline personalities, and working with thousands of people who have been in relationship with a narcissist, I've gained a very diverse and widespread understanding of this destructive energy. Lately, I've been visiting the idea of narcissism as an archetype. According to Carl Jung in Jungian Psychology, an archetype is a collectively inherited unconscious idea, pattern of thought, image, etc., universally present in individual psyches. I've talked about the victim archetype, which is an unconscious pattern that keeps us stuck in seeing and experiencing ourselves and life as a victim. We can fall prey to the victim archetype as we can fall prey to just about any archetype in the collective psyche of mankind. The narcissistic archetype goes beyond the psychological idea of a personality disorder. Dr. Romani in her excellent work on narcissism makes it very clear that when she talks about narcissism, she's not talking about narcissistic personality disorder or a diagnosis. She is talking about a set of characteristics such as lack of empathy, entitlement, envy, superiority, and grandiosity, to name a few. She makes it clear that we should not label someone as a narcissist unless these characteristics are present. A diagnosis is not necessary in observing a set of character traits any more than a diagnosis is necessary when we refer to someone as rude, careless, or insensitive. It's something that we observe. So when people come to me and ask, How do I know if he or she is a narcissist? I ask what character traits they have observed. What makes them think that person might be a narcissist? Most people did observe the typical narcissistic characteristics, especially zoning in on the lack of empathy. What I'm observing now and have been observing for quite some time is just how prevalent narcissism is in its various forms. But all we need to do is look at the state of our global society, and it starts to make sense. We are a fragmented, divided, disconnected, and emotionally immature society. With narcissism, the intellect is overdeveloped and the emotions are way underdeveloped. So the narcissistic archetype is developed out of this sense that the intellect or IQ is far superior than emotional intelligence or EQ. That is the belief of a narcissist is that IQ is far superior than EQ. Where IQ is more a masculine trait, EQ is more a feminine trait. So if you look at it, uh, the feminine has been oppressed and repressed and suppressed and abused for ages. And the superiority of the intellect basically squashes 
these beautiful emotional qualities that are found in the feminine. This doesn't mean, in a sense, men are more intelligent than women because we all possess both masculine and feminine qualities within. Women tend to possess more emotion-based qualities, such as empathy, sensitivity, intuitive awareness, nurturing abilities, and overall spiritual strength, which gives them more inner power. Men tend to possess more intellectual drive, physical strength, dominance, problem-solving, logic, reasoning, and the ability to put emotions inside so they could go to war. Nowadays, there's a lot of gender confusion and complexities. So many women feel stronger in masculine qualities and vice versa. So this really isn't about men and women. It's about masculine and feminine energies, strengths, and weaknesses. One thing most of us can probably agree on is that the masculine energies of intellect, power, control, dominance, logic, and reasoning have completely overpowered the feminine strengths of emotional awareness, sensitivity, intuition, softness, and nurturing. Women have adopted more masculine qualities in order to compete in a masculine-dominated world. This means they put their feelings and emotions aside, cut off from their intuitive natures, and focus on doing what they believe is expected of them. The result is the current state of the world. We are lost. We've been absorbed into a narcissistic web of illusion, as now it isn't only masculine qualities that are required to rise to the top of the corporate food chain, it's narcissistic qualities. Therefore, the narcissistic archetype is dominating the planet. And I feel this is really important to look at and talk about because it's no longer just about overcoming a narcissistic relationship with a partner or a boss or a family member. It's about overcoming an entire society of narcissistic thinking. It's asking the question, how do we deal with narcissistic political leadership? I'm just going to say it. There are a lot of Trump haters out there who say he's the biggest narcissist of all. But one thing a lot of people don't understand about narcissism is the most dangerous form of narcissism is the one that people don't see. Trump is visibly narcissistic. He's what I would call an overt narcissist. But that doesn't mean the other players are not narcissistic. It means they are covertly narcissistic playing in a world of hidden agendas. Many of the hidden agendas in narcissistic society are starting to be exposed. We're beginning to see what we once did not see. Some of the hidden agendas being exposed are openly dismissed by mainstream media as being conspiracy theories. Only the so-called conspiracy theories end up being true. 
If you have a basic understanding of narcissism and can observe what is going on in the world from this lens, you will begin to see it everywhere. Like back when you first learned about narcissism, or if you are just starting to learn about narcissism, it seems to be just everywhere. We see the agendas being repeated by mainstream media as if they're all reading from the same script. Because guess what? They are. We see pathological lies being spread in order to conceal the truth and get people to believe the lie. When people step out and try to tell the truth about what's going on, they are shamed, dismissed, devalued, ridiculed, and attacked. Many lose their professional licenses for speaking truth, and many lose prestigious corporate jobs. There is a lot of insanity happening quite openly right now all over the planet, and if we say, hey, look, this is black, there are an abundance of flying monkeys or those who are defending the false narrative who will say, you are insane, it's white. So our reality is constantly being gaslit. We are being gaslit on a global scale. And remember, gaslighting is a word used to describe what happens when our reality is messed with and we're made to question and doubt ourselves to the point where we don't know what is real anymore. If narcissism is an archetype, it is one where we are sucked into a vortex of self-doubt, self-loathing, self-judgment, and everything that is against the true self. At its core, narcissism is a false self and a false reality. It is an empty shell pretending to be something it is not. The opposite of narcissism is self-love. It is embracing the true self. It is allowing ourselves to shamelessly be who we are, have our own thoughts and opinions, and allow others to have theirs. It is releasing other people's opinions of who we are, real or imagined. It is to follow the path of inspiration, perhaps even the road less traveled, rather than the well-worn path to where we might find the greatest approval. In order to truly break free, I have found that we must confront the victim archetype. This is the part of ourselves that wants to blame someone outside of ourselves for where we find ourselves. I held on to that one for a long time. I would tell myself, I didn't ask for this. I didn't sign up for this. I've been deceived. I was betrayed. My life and my dreams have been destroyed. And it felt this way. For sure it did. It took a while to get to the deeper truth. I had to allow myself to feel like a victim for a time until it didn't work for me anymore. I came to realize my life was but a product of my choices and where I focused my energy and attention. Every situation I found myself in was a result of my choices. Perhaps I didn't listen. 
I wanted to believe in the fairy tale or the words of someone selling me an illusion. I still held to a belief that love was to be found in a certain package outside of myself. It needed to look a particular way, and because it always needed to look a particular way, I was always choosing the same suit. Sound familiar? I was always pulling in the same thing. It was me doing this to me. Once I realized this, I couldn't be a victim anymore because victims don't have a choice. I always had a choice. And it is our choice that empowers us. We don't have a choice in how others treat us or what they do, but we do have a choice whether or not we stay in an environment where people don't treat us well. We have a choice to surround ourselves with people who treat us with love, kindness, and respect. We have a choice to treat ourselves with love, kindness, and respect. The narcissistic archetype is an archetype of self-loathing. It is the hatred directed towards oneself that causes that person to create a false persona one that gives him a sense of importance and significance. But that false persona is an illusion. It isn't real. That made-up person doesn't exist. The personality just attempts to convince others that the false persona or the false narrative is real. But it isn't. It is but a shallow, hollow, empty shell, trying to fill itself with an illusion of importance and significance. If we ourselves operate from self-loathing, we are plagued by the same demon, the demon of insignificance. And that demon attracts the feeling of insignificance in another, and it gives others the power to manipulate us. We may give, in an effort to receive, a feeling of worthiness and significance. And when instead we end up with more of a feeling of worthlessness and insignificance, it's easy to get angry and feel victimized. Significance is not something we need to earn. We already are that. We are significant. Our life really does matter. We are important, not because of what we do or how we look or how much money we have. We are important because we were born with a great purpose, to shine our light in a dark yet awakening world and assist this world out of the age of narcissism and into the golden age of love, truth, and unity. It is so often a difficult and challenging journey. It's the hero's journey. And it is a journey well worth taking. Because as each one of us awaken to who we really are, our true, authentic self, we assist the world in its path of awakening. Helping others to awaken to their true selves helps the world in its process of awakening. We heal the narcissism of the world by our refusal to focus on its 
confusion, delusion, and illusionary falsities, and focus instead on becoming real. A narcissist's worst fear is your knowing who you are and stepping fully into this. Because when you know who you are and you can walk your talk and live and speak your truth, you cannot be controlled. You can't be manipulated. You can't be gaslit because you've learned to separate truth from illusion. Imagine if each one of us turned our focus on becoming the most authentic, real version of ourselves and made that commitment to living our life awake. Not sleeping in some delusion, but truly awake. We collectively have the power to awaken the entire planet. It may seem the narcissistic archetype is winning, but it's not. For years, I've talked about how narcissism is taking its last stand, and I believe so now more than ever. The fight is always the greatest right before the death. It is always darkest before the dawn. Narcissism is fighting to desperately hold on to the control it has long had over unsuspecting, unawakened individuals who comply to their demands for fear of their repercussions. But as we awaken, we no longer comply to the sociopathic narcissistic agenda and ideologies, and our energy is redirected to the path of truth, sovereignty, freedom, and oppression, and love ourselves and others. I help others to heal and recover from narcissistic abuse, but it's more than that. Instead, I help others to walk away from the old paradigm of victim-perpetrator-rescuer, discover and reclaim their true authentic self, and stop feeding the narcissistic archetype with their attention and energy. Anything that is to live, grow, and thrive in this world needs attention, food, and energy. If you want something to wither and die, like the narcissistic archetype, you stop feeding it. You stop watering it. You stop giving it your energy. You start to feed yourself instead. Give yourself your energy and give energy to the people and projects you would like to see prosper and thrive. If you need help breaking away from a narcissistic person or feeling stuck in a narcissistic paradigm, love yourself enough to make a commitment to yourself, to step fully into who you really are, and get the help that you need to do this. Sometimes we need a hand, and this is okay. So reach out for help. I am here to help you to become your best self and live a life truly worth living. I'm here to help this planet to awaken one soul at a time. And this is why you are here too. We all have our own gifts. How are you using yours? Are you ready to live big? Say yes to the journey. Say yes to love. Say yes to you. And if you can't quite say yes to you right now, find someone who can say yes to you to support you in getting to that place. 
I want to thank you so much for listening today. And if you'd like to find out more about me and my work, please visit my websites, NarcissismFree.com and my new website, Inner Transformations with a hyphen, inner-transformations.com. So blessings on your journey and have a great day.